I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Welcome back for the bathroom. <laughs> I don't have a good title for this episode yet. Call it, uh, I don't know. Think about it. Yeah. This is one of those, like, roundup episodes where the thing holding all these things together is just, like, the room there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Important, but, uh... Well, I think before we had reviewed that David's toothpaste, and so I sort of wanted to follow up because neither of us really liked that. Yeah, no. Um, And I don't know. I think that the bathroom is one of those places where it's sort of easy to do sustainable stuff, or it's easy for me because I don't have, like, really any product allegiances. Nor am I really, like, a bathroom person. Well, I used to be an Aquafresh user. Yeah. Pretty Um, hard line. And I stand by that. If I'm going to use a traditional toothpaste, it's going to be Aquafresh. But we tried... See, there's like a lot of... Like this covers like six to eight months worth of stuff that's been happening. Yeah. You know? Um, we tried those Bite toothpaste tablets. Uh-huh. That shit slapped. Wow. Can't uh- believe you just said slapped. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I am shook right now. But yes, the bite toothpaste outfits were good. (laughs) Like, they were really, really good. Like, I didn't think I would like using them as much as I did. Yeah, agreed. I was like, well, this would be a weird adventure. And then it's honestly, like, makes more sense in some ways. Like, as I think more about it, it's like, oh, it probably does make sense that, like, (laughs) toothpaste is, like, powdery rather than this weird bubblegummy gelatinous thing. I rub my teeth, right? <laughs> like, in some ways, now that I've come to the eco side of things, it's like, oh, yeah, this uh, this kind of feels better. Yeah. However, we're not still using those because they cost like a dollar a day for yeah. both of us to be brushing our teeth, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when you think about the fact that a tube of toothpaste is like $2 and will last you like a month or two. Yeah. Um, it was really, really expensive. And also, actually, we had started using their bamboo toothbrushes because they were going to do a thing where, like, you could keep the handle of the toothbrush and just send back the head and they would send you a new head. Hmm. But then that never really materialized. I chatted their help about it. Um, and... They're still working that out, I guess. (laughs) Cool. So there was sort of no incentive for us to keep ordering their really expensive toothpaste because we weren't using their toothbrushes anymore. Um, So then we tried a toothpaste powder, which we're not going to talk about because it freaked you out. Yeah, that was a dark time. I talked about how I liked the pellets and the powder, it seems, would make sense. Um... But, but the powder, it's, it was just gross. Like, something about the... I'm trying to think of how... Exactly. So, so, the pellets, the way they work, obviously, 
Also, pellets sounds a little gross. It sounds like it's fucking rabbit food, but it is not <laughs> the size of It's like rabbit. the size of a breath mint. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a much more, uh, like, pleasant-sounding, palatable. palatable way. Yeah, so you get these little breath mints, and basically you just, like, crush them up, or you can let them dissolve, and then you brush your teeth. Something about the powder, you guys, like, dip your toothbrush in it, which made the actual powder itself get kind of cakey and gross, and then it just dissolved really quickly, and was kind of un, an unpleasant mouthfeel. My me. thing was the taste. Yeah, that too. It wasn't a great flavor for sure. No. Um, Bad all around. So we're not doing that anymore either. And what we are use, doing is using unpaste toothpaste tablets, which are a different brand. Mm-hmm. And we get them from a store, I want to say it's somewhere in Ohio. But you know how all the cities in Ohio start with C? Oh, you mean two major cities in Ohio? Yes. No, Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati all start with C. Oh, yeah, Columbus. Anyways, so it's a, like, zero-waste store in Ohio somewhere. Um, In one of those Ohio C places. But what I like about them is that they sell the tablets by the ounce, Mm. and... um, each ounce is supposed to be about 80 brushes, which for the two of us would be 20 days. So you get more for your money. And I will say that I like the Bite toothpaste tablets better because they kind of like become more powdery when you bite on them. Mm-hmm. But for a low cost alternative, the unpaste ones are fine. Yeah, I don't notice really any difference. I know you do, but it feels very similar to me the two of them it's still technically more expensive than getting aquafresh mm. but it's zero waste so yeah. that's what we're doing Woo. we also because we aren't using the bite toothbrushes anymore just went back to like the regular bamboo toothbrushes that mm-hmm. you have to snap the head off in order to compost them and we're getting ours from a place called twiggy fresh and i'll link them in the show notes yeah, they're fine. The toothbrushes. We've yeah. talked about toothbrushes before and the mouthfeel of bamboo and all that. So no need to. Yeah, I don't think that they're um, like any different than other bamboo toothbrushes. So No. We also get, I don't know if we've talked about it before, we get like eco floss. I, I forget what it's made out of, but it's eco because we can compost it. So after we're done using it, rather than put it in the trash, like you do the plastic coated floss, you can just toss it into your compost pile or bin or crate. Yeah, your compost situation is. It's like the silk of a mulberry tree. Wow. Um, Sounds fucking wicked cool when you (laughs) say that. You can get it coated in beeswax, or you can get it coated in a different type of wax that is um, vegan. Mm. I don't know if we're doing the vegan one or not. We're not vegans. We're doing yeah, we're not. We're doing the beeswax one. Cool. Um, Yeah, it's called dental lace. It's really great. It's a I've been saying mouthfeel a lot, but it's a great mouthfeel. I think I like it better now than the plastic-coated floss, too. Um, yeah, it's softer on your gums. Yeah. I feel when I use plastic-coated floss that I'm, like, cutting into my gums. <laughs> yeah. And it's really great. It's run, I think, just by a woman or a, it's a very small operation out of Maine, I believe. And... and Recently, so recently when I put an order, I went through my old hometown and I was racking my brain because I got a, uh, along with the shipping notification, uh, I also got like a, uh, United, a USPS notification. 
and it's from my hometown. And I was like, who is sending me something from Pittsfield? Like, what is happening? And it was just that it was rerouted through it because the company is from Maine. Um, so that was like a, a regional post office that I went through. It's very confusing for a minute. Uh, but the company is really great. Um, product's good. They do subscriptions. And we talked about it, but we keep forgetting it. So this time, we just made a recent order. Uh, we're going to track our usage to see if we can just do the subscription. It saves you like a buck. And I don't know. Just nice to automate stuff. You're really jumping on the subscription bandwagon right now, I feel, with the coffee and that's it just so far coffee. but yeah, it's you're really like looking for them <laughs> um the other nice thing too is that the first time you buy it you buy this little glass vial and then every other time you only have to buy the floss refills mm-hmm. so you're not buying a container every time and the floss refills come in biodegradable plastic i think it has to be in some sort of plastic for like sanitation reasons yeah um if you compost yourself, you can put that in your compost. We cannot because we compost with the city. So it's not a perfect situation, but at least you're not buying like a plastic case of floss every time. Yeah. Just a quick update on the shower care. And really quick and long this episode. I like it. <laughs> um, so we talked way, I don't know, maybe one of our first podcasts back about my like pandemic panic order of a <laughs> hemp-based shower curtain which was very expensive uh but it turns out it was pretty worth it it's trucking along it's a really great we have to hang it up after every use yeah. so if you are like us and have zero ventilation in your bathroom you need to sort of like dry it out because it is a piece of fabric um so some people might not be as into that i don't mind it so much yeah it doesn't really matter um and i would say it's pretty easy to clean we are about to like switch cleaning or laundry detergent Mm. so we're not going to talk about that yet but i'm interested (laughs) to see how the new laundry detergent affects the situation yeah you know what i mean yeah it's been Nice so far. Um, just wanted to update everyone there because I know we talked about it in a previous episode. And then we've been getting soap that I'm looking up right now. Uh, the company, it's called The Bath Place, I think, but now they look at their website. Maybe they changed their website recently. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I found this on um, Young House Love and... Um, wow, they do have sort of a weird website with like a lot of verbs. Yeah, no, this is yeah, it. this is it. Um, I so, think they might have redone their homepage. I don't know. They were, they were like pushing their. They have like a Valentine's Day thing they're doing currently. They were really pushing that. Which I mean, power to them. You gotta gotta make the sales. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> a soap loaf. I love that. Yeah. So we are bar soap users. I feel like we've talked about this before and i'm pretty convinced that bar soap lasts longer than regular pump soap and that's why i've been doing it and we switched not like i've been a bar soap user in the shower for a long time but we've switched to bar soap everywhere everywhere in the uh for hand washing in the bathroom for dishwashing it's like wild really and so we needed some more bar soaps, and um, 
I found this place through Young House Love where they sell just like not you don't we don't buy the whole loaf. We just buy like slices. I love they're called those. Of handmade soap. Um okay, so here's the thing I feel about bar soap. Like people always tell me that it makes them feel like filmy. Mm. And you got to get the artisanal shit. Um I know people who are like hardcore like Dove users or like Irish Spring users, that's not me. I'm like an artisanal soap user. Mm. So we got some from the Bath Place. Um, I also say briefly to interject, as a former diehard Dove and Irish Spring user. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I showered with. I don't uh, think I ever showered in one of your showers, to be honest, because the cleanliness situation was not what I desired. Wow. Well. <laughs> Thanks for just airing that out for everyone. Um, in any case, as a former user of those products and converting to artisanal soap, it does make a very big difference. Now I am a, a full convert. Also, Donnie is the only one who cleans our bathroom, and it's very clean in there. Or like, as clean as it can be for a 100-year-old bathroom. That's right. Um, anyways, so we got some festive flavors. Yeah. Um, the What's the juniper one? Uh, I can look up on the receipt. Oh, cool. Here it is. It is fresh juniper berry. Yeah. That, juniper berry. That's been nice. Didn't we get like a mint one too? Yeah. Maybe we did spearmint and eucalyptus. Ooh, I, I love that scent. We got a candle in that scent before. That's a good one. Yeah. They have a lot of different scents, but I mean, as we all know about me, like I'm not here for the fruits. Um, there's yeah. another cool thing that they do that we did last time we've made two orders from them yeah um that we really liked where they will sell the what do they call them they call them hold please oh <laughs> uh, they call them ugly soap which you know might be mean to the soap but <laughs> basically they'll give you i forget how much cheaper they are as opposed to being i bet they're like the heel of the loaf Ah, that might be like the heel of the loaf. So they're regular soaps, like the this, the soap loaf cuts are seven fifty on their site. And then you can buy ugly cuts of some of the loaves that are $5. So you save a few bucks. And basically what it is, instead of being like a perfect artisanal cut, it's just, yeah, it probably is like the butt of it. So it's just a little misshapen and it might not be exactly the same ounceage. Ounceage? Is that a word? That's probably not a word. But exactly the same weight. <laughs> of a cut uh but you get two dollars off and what's nice about this site too um or shop they're not just a site is that they let you bundle so you can buy just individual soap but you i mean you bundle and save it's pretty classic marketing technique so you can buy bundles of three and so on it's like three and up i think it is um like three then six so on and so forth and, and so they're from north use- carolina <laughs> yeah they're from north carolina shout out and since we use bar soap everywhere um we do just buy like I think we buy three or five of them at a time and just sort of keep them around for whenever something runs out. Yeah. We currently have a bar soap, not from them, that is being wild that we will not take a photo of, but it got squished in our travels home and is just wiling out. Yes. Um, this place, actually, I can review sort of also. Um, the situation is that, like, I bought a shampoo and conditioner bar. Because, I don't even remember. I think I was using a shampoo bar from um, Lush before this. Mm. 
Also, quick update to fact check myself. They call them mix soap trios, and it's only sets of three. They don't scale up. But you can get three for $21 when they each usually sell for $750. Carry on. (laughs) 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 Wanted to give people the truth. (laughs) So... I wasn't going to do this review, but now we're talking about it, so I will, because I got a shampoo and conditioner bar, but I'm currently only using the shampoo bar, because I'm in that situation where you have, like, a bottle of something in your shower that just will not die, Mm. and I feel like I've had this bottle of conditioner for several years, and just, like, cannot get rid of it to save my life. Um, so I haven't used their conditioner bar yet and can't really talk about it, but with this order of a shampoo and conditioner bar, we also got like a soap sample. Also probably like the heel of the loaf. Mm. Um, man, we're really pushing this. <laughs> Very much appreciate <laughs> This place is called, uh, Bohicket Apothecary. Do you wow. think that's how you say it? What? Oh, I have no idea. I also found them on Young House Love. There's also V close on the mic for that one. <laughs> I have no idea. You stop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Delilah. <laughs> um, I can't even remember what I was saying. Um, and something that happened is like when this package was delivered, it was like someone had stomped on it. Yeah, something went like, wrong. Rolled their whole body on it. I don't know. It was wild. I think so, it just got melty because we got it in Arizona, right? When we were on our sojourn there. No. Um, huh. It came here and like my shampoo bar was also like cracked that's why there's that like little nub of the Mm. shampoo bar on the soap dish but yeah the the shape of that piece of soap it's a perfectly fine soap we've been using it it keeps us be clean um but the shape of it has like really it's wild looking it was like a pancake sort of when we got it and now that we've been using it it's really been spreading out it's like a science fiction blob like a b-list horror movie blob yeah um it's also rose scented so like the color of it is really adding to the effect (laughs) as well i've been liking the shampoo bar though i also got eucalyptus mint because fucking of course i did nice and um it's been lasting a really really long time which is clutch Uh, the lush one really dissolved very quickly i think it might have been user error Mm. because everything in our shower gets wet when we shower Mm -hmm. and so what I've done with this one is move it like as far into the corner of the shelf as possible. <laughs> Gotta keep it safe. So that it's not dissolving when I'm not using it. Um, and I'll bring in an update when I do the conditioner bar as well. But really, like, again, I'm not particularly uh, brand loyal to products. So, yeah. like, if you have favorite products, this might not be for you. But for me, I'm just trying to, like, clean my hair. <laughs> and this is doing fine, you know? Yeah, is cleaning. Check. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the lip balm update? Oh, um, you haven't used one of these yet because your parents sent us all that beeswax lip balm that they made, and then I've been just using this lip balm. Yeah, yeah but we can formally review uh, Buddy's Bees. I haven't used Buddy's Bees. Do you want to review Buddy's Bees? Yes, Buddy's Bees is my dad's first attempt at making uh, lip balm. He has been getting into beekeeping for a couple years now and had a really good harvest. I think you call it a harvest when your bee hives are successful i don't know actually uh, <laughs> anyway so along with making a bunch of honey he also decided to try to make a uh, lip balm using some of the beeswax uh, yeah it's pretty good i don't really have much of a of a review he put it in like a little tin so it's like the kind you rub with your finger and rub on your lips and so far it's nice i can take it with me 
Um, actually, that's a lie. I don't take it with me outside. I just use it around the house, uh, and it's nice. So it's hard to give it like a, a good test without taking it outside. But with COVID, I don't want to like rub my fingers and touch my mouth. It seems like COVID is a good. hard time for that sort of um, lip balm. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I haven't applied lip balm outside at all because my face is always covered in a mask. So yeah, also that. Um, but but yeah, using it indoors. I mean, it keeps my lips moisturized indoors, which. I feel like I'm going to have to use it and review it because I have a lot of opinions about the texture of lip balm that you don't really. Yeah, you're way more passionate about lip balm than I am. (laughs) I will use just about any lip balm that's around me and, like, put it on my face. (laughs) I'm passionate about lip balm. I just, like, feel like good texture is important. Um, So, yeah, I've been using a product called Kobe's Lip Balm. Oh, yes. And this was a rec from Shavonda Gardner, so obviously I was going to do it. As we all know, I am very brand loyal to Burt's Bees, but was not happy with their packaging options. Mm. And have tried a few um, lip balms that come in compostable tubes, but they all tend to be very oily. Mm-hmm. And I will say Kobe's does come in a compostable tube. Um and it's the same price point as Burt's Bees, which is really nice because often when you get like a compostable lip balm, it'll be like 12 bucks and it'll be really big, but it's sort of like no one wants to be spending $12 <laughs> on lip balm. <laughs> so It's like a yeah, fucking Flintstones push-up pop of yeah. <laughs> lip balms. Man, that shit was so good. Yeah. Um, Kobe's is much smaller than that, but it's like four bucks so that's sort of nice and it is not as firm as Burt's Bees but it's definitely the closest I've come Mm. um and it comes in a compostable tube which is super nice so I'm using my second tube of it right now at first that tube was for Donnie but then I just used it because I bought it so yeah I have all of Buddy's Bees and Burt I hike when I hike I use Burt's Bees intermittently because sometimes my lips get chapped under the mask now double mask also psa for listeners out there fucking double mask please <laughs> now Dear but God. also you said that it was helping with your glasses fog oh yeah the double masking has been helping with my glasses fog which is probably why it's a good thing to double mask like <laughs> i'm gonna try it tomorrow and i'm really sort of excited about it because i've been having a lot of trouble going outside in the winter hmm yeah it's our time out there for glasses wears so we also got these new band-aids which we had been exploring if we're done with lip balm. Sorry, we, just, we're over lip balm. Just yeah. checking along. Um, yeah, there's a lot to review in the bathroom. Jeez. Yeah, I, like I said, this is like eight months worth of products. Yeah, damn. Anyway, we uh, we thought about compostable band-aids, but then, no, I also don't know if the city will let us compost them. Yeah, it's hard because we don't have our own compost, and I don't know if it's a biohazard to put a used Band-Aid in the compost, even yeah. if, like, it is compostable. They're made of bamboo. Yeah, it feels like a bad vibe, especially, like, mid-pandemic. Be like, sorry, here's some of my blood with my uh, broccoli. Maybe you're supposed to rip off that part and just compost the bamboo part. I feel like in your own compost, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's like... it's probably true. Your blood is natural, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Plants are going to eat it. They don't care. Anyway, so we found this. That's uh, not what we did. <laughs> what, we, um, what we did do. Yeah, maybe the Jordan found it, actually. So I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I find all of this stuff. That's true. 
But I will say for the soap, you sent me like three options and I narrowed it down to, <laughs> unsurprisingly, the place from North Carolina. But also I liked all the uh, options they had. They had a nice array of flavors. How do you know Sense? that... Sense, for sure. Yeah. How do you know that I'm not secretly messaging to you which one you want to buy i want you to buy because i know which one you're gonna buy i mean you could be (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know that um anyways so yeah this company is called Broundages, and i've heard about them several times like they sort of pop up in um pop culture around certain discussions but basically they make a whole line of bandages that come in different flesh tones Mm. Whereas, like, the quote-unquote skin-colored Band-Aid is just that one color that we all know Band-Aids to be. And, like, that's not a lot of people's skin tone. Right. So these have a range. Um, And at first I didn't know if they would carry our skin tone or not. Because, obviously, like, we wanted to get the one that matched us as closely as possible. (laughs) Search pale AF, please. (laughs) So, well, so this is an interesting thing. When I went on their website, I found we are um, wheat. We wow. bought the wheat one. Yeah. When um, someone on their team really deserves what they got for their branding work there. <laughs> um, and so we bought those. But then when we got them on the box, there's apparently a color that is lighter than wheat called sand. Mm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that at least I am sand. <laughs> Hmm. Like, um, in the winter, in quarantine in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I am as well. Sure. Um, but the wheat ones are sort of, like, very much the color of a regular Band-Aid. Yeah. So it's not awkward, I don't think. No. I mean, I've... I mean, like, I I wear superhero Band-Aid sometimes, you know? I don't feel like... I, I didn't really actually like... know that about you, but cool. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I feel like, uh, like, getting injuries at, at schools... Like, all they have are, like, Band-Aids for kids Mm-mm. a lot of times. So you walk out of, like, the nurse's office with, like, a Batman Band-Aid. <laughs> so you're just, like, bend-bitten. It's a good vibe. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, actually, here's a fun fact. I'm also really brand loyal to Band-Aid flexible fabric Band-Aids. That's true. They are very good Band-Aids as opposed to, like, Target brand bullshit. Yeah. Like, off-brand Band-Aids don't stick on your shit. They do not. And you need the flexible fabric so you can continue using your appendage. Yeah. Um, I actually have not used the brandages at all. Mm. So this is your review. But how do they hold up to the Band-Aid flexible fabric Band-Aid? Yeah, pretty, pretty like, closely, really. I think they're just as good, which is impressive. Because, like Jordan, I, too, have a very high threshold for Band-Aids, in part because I use many of them. Uh, <laughs> and these, yeah, they hold up. Just as well. I was pretty impressed because so when we got them, when we weren't going the eco route, uh, Jordan found them. We thought it'd be cool to try them because they're doing cool work. You know, try it. Like it's a it's a small field to try to change, but it feels like why not give money to this company trying to like create more inclusive band aid colors? You know, like fucking twenty twenty one now. Um, but I did admittedly have doubts that they would hold up as well as band-aid brand band-aids when it came to actually testing and especially yeah especially that flex thing um like when you get a cut on your finger or something like that and then it just like comes off or like off-brand ones this is like a really deep dive into the world of band-aids right now (laughs) but off-brand ones if you get them even a little bit wet it's just fucking game over Mm -hmm. uh but these hold just as well through like flexing and through getting wet 
as Band-Aid brands. So this is like a, a gold star review <laughs> from us for this company, but they are really good. Also, they are very comparable in price. I understand the desire to buy off-brand Band-Aids because Band-Aids are so expensive. Yeah, unreasonably. So. Um, but these are no more expensive than the Band-Aids that we were buying because we are aggressively brand loyal. So no issue there. Um, bought them from their website and got them really quickly. So we'll, I think we need to order more now because yeah. you've used them all. Yep. Yeah. Sustained <laughs> some injuries somehow <laughs> in quarantine. <laughs> I also like that the crux of this episode is started with us saying that we're not brand loyal and then shifting into things that we were very brand loyal about. Yeah, I think that the for me, it's like, and this probably, well, I don't know if probably, but maybe is different for you, but as like a cishet woman, I get marketed a lot of bathroom products mm. and I just don't care about them at all. Like, I don't care about lotions i don't care about like shampoo and conditioner i don't have like face serums you know that sort of stuff is like neither here nor there to me so like i'll switch body soap yeah you know like i'll switch shampoos that doesn't do anything for me actually we can talk about our homemade uh exfoliating scrub uh, i yeah. use the same exfoliating scrub like based on inertia for like decades but now <laughs> we've changed and it's fine you know like so that stuff doesn't bother me. I guess it's more like utility that I'm brand. That's not true. Toothpaste isn't utile. It's no. just like no. I like the flavor of. Is utile a word? Also, I... um, it's in the New York Times crossword puzzle, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a word. No. Huh. So yeah, I guess there are things that I am brand loyal to, but I was thinking specifically about like a lot of the stuff that we've switched. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that does make sense what you're saying about bathroom products versus other shit uh yeah to talk about that exploiting scrub um it's really easy we just take coffee grounds pour some honey in and mix together that's about it i mean you should do it in some kind of equal parts i honestly just eyeball it now but yeah i found the recipe on the internet because i was looking for like this was one of those things that not only could be like an eco hack but also just like a money saving hack um, which is sort of neither here nor there, because I think that exfoliating scrub I was using was, like, $6, and one tube would last me, like, a year and a half, but yeah. whatever, you know? Um, it's also a nice, sorry, it's also a nice space saver, too, because the exfoliating scrub would be around and, like, flopping around. True. And in terms of, like, we did a big, I think we potted about it, did a big, like, clearing out the bathroom. Like, yeah, it was, like, our fifth or sixth pod. Yeah, so, like, bearing, bearing that principle in mind still, we just, like... Um, so to give the full picture after we make some coffee take like honestly probably like uh like two tablespoons of grounds and a tablespoon of honey stir it together in a little mug then we'll just keep it in there for a day or two until we both used it and then take it and compost the leftovers it's just coffee grounds and honey which are both compostable and then that's it yeah we just do it once a week and I think I found the recipe online and I was looking for something like I figured there would be coffee grounds in it or sugar. Like those are sort of the two like yeah, things. Just something that can really grind away. But I was looking for something that didn't have oil in it necessarily because mm. it feel. See, and this is the thing. I don't know if I have like oily skin. I don't know if I have like combination skin. Like I don't know about that shit. But it feels like rubbing oil on your face like isn't what you want to do. Yeah. It wasn't what I wanted to do. So the fact that this was like just coffee and honey seemed reasonable to yeah. me 
Yeah, I think so. I'm I mean, not a beauty influencer, is no, the moral of yeah. this story. We don't really know. But it <laughs> seems to work really well. I feel, like, better about my facial skin, I think. <laughs> facial skin is a funny thing to say. Yeah. Skin face? No. Face skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyways... Um, so this next thing actually was a quarantine issue that arose because we literally never leave this place. Mm. Um, we had the same hand towels from CB2 for like ever. Really long time. And I feel like when I bought them, I felt really proud of myself because they weren't really expensive, but I was like, oh, these are bougie because they're from CB2 or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they were nice for a while. Like, I think they were bougie. But we only live here. We don't go anywhere. That's true. Which means we only pee here. Which means we only wash our hands here. Which meant that, like, our hand towels would get so wet. Yeah. And then since there's no ventilation, they would just, like, get crusty. It was a really gross situation. (laughs) It was so gross. Like, one of those situations that you never thought would be a problem, and all of a sudden it's, like, the worst problem you've ever had. Yeah. I mean, despite a global pandemic. The worst bathroom problem. So we we held on for like a while. Yeah. Because I didn't want to waste these towels. There was nothing wrong with them. But finally, we decided to get the same linen towels that we have in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, So I'll relink those. They're from Helen Milan. And we got... If you recall my discussion about the ones in the kitchen, the reason I got them was because they were solid colored, and I hate when you have white towels in the kitchen, but to differentiate the kitchen towels from the bathroom towels, I got the white striped ones because I figured it was like fine to have white in the bathroom because you're just washing your hands. Yeah. Yeah, they've been working great so far. Yeah. I mean, we still like... Rather than using one towel a week, we usually use two now, but that was better than, like, going through the three of them and then, like, needing, <laughs> like having a really wet towel in the two or three days before we did laundry. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting dark there for a minute. Let's wrap out our bathroom saga update. It's not really a saga. I guess it's just an update. Uh, so I caved, and we got those fucking last swap things. Have and... we talked about these before? Yeah, well, we talked about them as an idea, I think, on a pod. Uh, you were like, you brought it up, mm. and I was still resistant. You were really resistant. Because um, in principle, they seem weird. In action, they probably are weird. Uh, but they're not so bad once you get used to them. You just got to make sure you clean them. So these are replacements for Q-tips that are reusable. Yeah. And they're little silicone nubs. But Maybe I'm... I talked about mine. <laughs> we talked about this before yeah i feel fairly positive that you brought it up and we bantered about it because i was still not about it okay well i have the cosmetic one because i have like a um i have psoriasis in my ears i was trying to like describe it and i kept coming up with the word rash (laughs) it's like not a rash Mm -hmm. Um, but I have like this skin condition in my ears that I put cream on and I was using all of these Q-tips to put the cream on it. And I was like, why am I just throwing money in the garbage? Yeah. And so I got the one that's smooth because I'm just like there to rub lotion because I can't stick Q-tips in my ears or I'll get ear infections like a literal baby. (laughs) 
Donnie, on the other hand, <laughs> I mean, like, I love Q-tips. Like, the feeling of sticking a Q-tip in your ear is so satisfying. Um, but I can't have them. Donnie uses Q-tips every day. I don't know if you love them as much as I do. You probably yeah. are neutral. I also don't use them every day, but I use oh them frequently. <laughs> Misinformation. <laughs> Well, I feel like it's important if you're fucking sticking Q-tips in here every day. That's probably not a good situation. Wait, is that... You're not supposed to do that? No, I don't think so. I think you're just supposed to do it every once in a while. You're not supposed to do it every day. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I use Q-tips a regular amount. <laughs> like a fucking... <laughs> person should and uh yeah i decided to to do it and get one um yours is the nubby one that is supposed to like clean your ears yes mine has little nubs to clean the ears and then you just rinse it off in the sink and it cleans really pretty easy easily i think my initial hesitation against it was thinking about uh whether or not it'd be a difficult clean because i didn't really want to fuck around with ear ear wax but actually like washes right off the silicone quite easily um and that's really about it it's been fine i think people listening it probably i would feel grossed out i felt grossed out the first time jordan pitched me on the idea <laughs> um but actually in practice it's like pretty fine i also feel like the cosmetic swab is a very easy change because if you are actually using it to like apply makeup washing it off is functionally the same as throwing it away like there's nothing gross about that i see the barrier to entry with the earwax one yeah though it sort of just strikes me as like um handkerchiefs or something you know yeah i suppose i will say that my first one i broke in half which is weird but then i emailed them and i was like this broke in half and they sent me another one and i haven't had any problems since um yeah Yeah, they seem to be quite nice in terms of customer service yeah, because they guarantee, like, a thousand uses or something, so I was like, oh, hey, and they were like, oh, our bad. So, um, I I don't know if that reflects on, like, the quality of the product overall or just, like, that one, um, mm-hmm. but you haven't had any problems, and yeah. I haven't had problems since, so. Kind of cute little colored boxes. Yeah, you get to pick your color. Obviously, I chose black. Yeah. I chose blue. Um, but that, no, uh, but that's how you, you store them too. They just stay in these little, like, pla- uh, I think just plastic carrier cases. Yeah. Um, so that way they can stay vaguely safe. They're not just like out collecting dust or whatever else. That would be a little gross. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, that's it. We gave you all that updates. Yeah. It kind of feels like we have all new bathroom products. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, I guess. Over time, it's crept up and we haven't noticed it, but but looking back retrospectively. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.